You're listening to AIB Market Talk with our latest financial market update. Hi and welcome to our podcast covering the latest monthly releases of the AIB Irish Manufacturing and Service PMI on Tuesday 5th of March from AIB's Customer Treasury Services. I'm Gavin O'Carroll and Oliver Mangan, our Chief Economist, joins me to bring you the positive signals from both surveys. Ollie, let's start with last Friday's Manufacturing PMI releases. Yes, uh, both servers picked up in the month. Uh, on the manufacturing side, we saw a welcome rise in the PMI in February to 54, up from 52.6 in January. Uh, now, that's consistent with very strong growth in the sector. Um, if we look across the Eurozone, we see actually that the manufacturing sector there is in contraction, and the index actually fell in um, February to below the 50 level, 49.4, particularly weak data out of Germany. So the Irish figures are very strong, very welcome. Uh, there has been a weakening trend in recent months, so it is good to see this pickup in uh, manufacturing activity. Now, it's been led by a rise in uh, output and new orders, uh, and you know firms are reporting that came from both the domestic market and internationally, uh, stronger demand, most notably out of the US uh, and out of the UK. Now, I have to say, in the manufacturing data, we we're seeing clear signs of a Brexit impact in terms of activity in the sector, particularly in terms of inventories. Um, we have seen, uh, in terms of what they call pre-production inventories, your inputs and what have you, raw materials, the purchases of that were at record levels. We haven't seen anything like it in 20 years, both in terms of outright purchases and building up stocks of raw materials, etc. And then what we call the post-production uh, inventories, after manufacturers have, you know, conducted the manufacturing process, stocks are rising at very uh, quite a rapid level. And what we're seeing here is manufacturers acting in case there's a disruption to trade in the next number of weeks as a result of disorderly Brexit. So th- these are precautionary moves taken by the sector. So both inputs and uh, raw materials, uh, very strong rises there. And then on the output side, building up of stocks, just in case there's a disruption to trade uh, on the back of a disorderly Brexit. And Ali. 19-year high for this survey, the manufacturing survey. AAB has taken on these surveys since earlier on this year. That's an incredible statement of where we're at. I've heard this on our customer dealing desk in recent weeks where customers had mentioned that they had been stock building, but the evidence is now out there publicly. Yeah, anecdotally, we've been picking up this in terms of things like you know, very strong demand for warehousing. We're picking up in surveys in the UK as well that uh, firms are stockpiling uh, so there's a real concern there among the government uh, in the UK, among manufacturers, among consumers. We've hospitals stopped planning medicines. And, and this is the real evidence of it on the ground, that mm-hmm. people are acting to build up stocks uh, ahead of a possible disruption to trade and activity as a, a result of Brexit. Now, I have to say recent events in the last few days suggest that we won't have a disorderly Brexit at the end of March um, you know, Theresa May's vote comes before Parliament again at the latest of March, the 12th, trying to get the withdrawal agreement through Parliament. But it's quite clear now that that doesn't happen. Parliament will vote to delay Brexit, possibly by two or three months. But uh, that only puts, if, the, if there's no deal, that just push, pushes out that the cliff edge date here towards the end of May or end of June. It doesn't mean we won't have a hard Brexit. What it means is we won't have a hard Brexit at the end of March. I'll bring you back, because that's next week's big story from the UK, and we'll cover that in our weekly updates. If... You're looking at the actual manufacturing, uh, the purchasing activity, as you said, 19-year high, post-production inventories climbed to 13-month high, with firms building up to stocks 
uh, to guard against the possible delays resulting from Brexit. Just like bring through like the mentality from the sectors. Are they really more than concerned and, and just planning for that? Or Well, AIB runs this Brexit sentiment index. We do it on a quarterly basis over the last uh, two years. And what we've seen is firms reporting that actually Brexit isn't having much uh, impact on my business right now, but I'm really concerned about the uncertainty. They're concerned about the future impacts of hard Brexit, uh, both on their business, their sector and the broader economy. So again, it's not a surprise to see these sort of responses. This is actually at last some planning going on for Brexit. Prepare for it. Uh, Are you ready for disruption uh, in terms of of trade flows, of stock levels, etc.? So this is not surprising. Uh, And I say it's consistent with other data we've been picking up. These are available on AIB's websites and this manufacturing PMI from last Friday. Uh, now it's got the services PMI, AB Ireland services PMI released today, Tuesday, covering the services sector and activity rising at a faster pace in February. Ollie, tell us the headline seasonally adjusted business activity index posted 55.9 in February, up from 54.2 at the start of the year. Signals a marked rise in business activity. Absolutely. Now, uh, you know, that index declined in the, over the final quarter of 2018 and again in February. So that's a good rise in February, or sorry, in the first month of the year, declined in January. So the rise in February is very welcome. And, you know, 55.9 is a strong level of activity. Uh, and again, it's driven by a pickup in business activity and orders. Uh, and, you know, in terms of the sectors we're seeing, uh, financial services, transport, tourism, leisure, and technology, media, and telecoms saw very, very strong readings. So you know, that's positive after a number of months when the index has been in decline. Uh, again, though, we, we can see Brexit effects because even though current activity has picked up strongly, we're actually seeing a decline in business optimism. And we saw the same thing in the manufacturing uh, side as well. And that, again, is around concerns about how future activity might be impacted by Brexit. So there's declining optimism. Now, they're still optimistic, but it's not as strong, uh, those readings, as we saw in the closing months of last year. So again, we're picking up Brexit effects uh, in terms of the survey. These are very rich data points for business customers, customers of the country, AIB and, and, and other institutions to go and, and keep a close eye on because they're bang up to date in terms of Sentiment in the industry, what's going on? I just read there, faster new order growth resulting in a stronger rise in work outstanding. Backlogs rising solidly in February. I mean, if the Brexit story can be kicked out, the Irish economy is performing well. It is, yes. But uh, we've been saying for some time, uh, we look at the economy and more broadly we're an open economy. What's happened in the global economy? The global economy has really slowed since last summer. Uh, and that is likely to impact uh, on Ireland as a very open economy. And we've been saying that, you know, we, we should see good growth this year in the Irish economy, but not at the pace uh, of recent years. And that is actually coming through in these indices. Now, even though on both the manufacturing side and on the services side, the indexes rose in uh, February. When you look at February and indeed you look at January, they're still below the levels that pertain for last year in 2017. So still, they still point to good growth but not at the robust levels we saw in recent years. Uh, And we're picking that up on other indicators as well. We saw new car sales, for example, were down in January. Uh, We've seen some softening, what we call core retail sales in the last three or four months, which is your retail sales excluding the the auto sector. Uh, We had good labour market data uh, published last week, but as we said, it was still good employment growth, but in the second half of the year, there's nowhere near the level we saw in the first half of the year. So there are indicators 
coming through and these PMI surveys uh, are telling us the same message that we've passed the point of inflection here in terms of very, very robust growth. It will still be a very good performance by the Irish economy this year, but not on the scale in terms of growth and employment growth, output growth, etc. that we've been used to in recent years. Ollie, like it's it's a picture of the economy that we probably didn't have as deep an insight into before. Um, as you said, maintaining the robust rate of growth in recent years would be difficult, but it does point towards if we can only get over the cliffhanger of Brexit next week, yeah. next Tuesday the 12th yeah. of March. Yeah, I think there's a reasonable chance that Theresa May's um, withdrawal agreement will get through Parliament because from a Brexiteer's point of view now, if they don't support the withdrawal agreement, first of all, Brexit will be delayed. And secondly, we had the Labour Party changing tact here and saying, we want a second referendum now. So if we delay Brexit by two or three months, um, it's going to be very hard to get a further extension without a very good reason. And one good reason maybe, well, actually, Parliament can't decide. We've got to give it back to people. So for MPs in Parliament who support Brexit, this may be their only opportunity to secure Brexit. So I think they'll think long and hard about uh, continuing to oppose the withdrawal agreement. So, I mean, it's probably a 50-50 call, um, but I think you know, people may be underestimating the chances of the withdrawal agreement being passed next week. And as I say, if it's not, you know, we saw the vote last week, a massive, massive majority of MPs voted to have the option to delay Brexit if the withdrawal agreement is not ratified. So that will be plan B. But that just, as Ken Clark said, that just pushes out a number of weeks before we've got to face the issue again. So... Uh, It'll be interesting to see uh, how, and and I have to say, there has been a softening in the language uh, and the opposition of Brexiteers within the Conservative Party uh, to the withdrawal agreement. So we'll see what happens. This is going to be an absolutely critical week uh, in terms of uh, the where where we go with Brexit, and also in terms of Sterling. Remember, Sterling has strengthened here a lot now uh, in recent weeks on expectations that we'll avoid a hard Brexit. I think to copper fasten that, we need to see the withdrawal agreement ratified. Uh, more uncertainty will be injected into the equation if we get uh, an extension to Brexit just for a couple of months and we still haven't resolved the underlying issue on what terms is the UK going to leave the uh, EU. So a big week ahead uh, in terms of the Brexit debate. And remember what Theresa May said, this motion could come back to Parliament any time in the next week. Uh, but she has you know, obviously said, the, the last date will be the 12th of March. Next Tuesday. Correct. So we've got a week to watch that yep. story. A uh, big week coming up. It's fascinating. It's uh, incredible that the industry, business, customers, the nations of both the islands now is actually looking to the politicians. Solve this. Solve it quickly. The economy is dependent on us. And I think it's going to be fascinating to see how the play, play out in the politics actually comes through. The AIB Irish PMIs are a really good data point, but I suppose the pace of business is that it moves on every week. And while the signals are there for the Irish economy to continue performing, I think it's just going to be a hinging on the, on the politics of next week. Yeah, and as I said, the beauty about these PMI indices, here we are in the first week of March and we're talking already about data for February. And they have a great track record in telling us exactly what is going on in various sectors of the Irish economy. So they're great data from that point of view. It's a call to the politicians to solve these issues. crucial for the countries. Ollie, thank you very much indeed for your time today. Thanks to our listeners and our customers for joining us on this, our monthly podcasts. You can subscribe to AAB's Market Talk on SoundCloud or the podcast apps for iOS or Android. We'll be in touch soon again. 
Talk to you then. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Bank's PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. First Trust Bank is a trademark of AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.